Screenless. Hello and welcome to the last Creative Cuppa episode of 2020. I have to admit it's been one of the few wonderful experiences this year and so thank you so much to my guests for keeping me connected to the outside world. You have been amazing and thank you for listening. Yes, you. You know who you are. Enjoy your cuppa. Speaking of which, the final chat of this first season may have involved something a little stronger. Well, <clears throat> it's Christmas, isn't it? Uh, and it was recorded in the evening, promise. I've known Joe for eight years or so. I scored a short film of his, uh, which is how we met. So it was really nice to catch up with him about his acting career. Got a cuppa ready? Here we go. Joe Riley, actor, welcome to Creative Cuppa. Thank you very much. Nice to see you. Good to see you too. It's been a while, hasn't it? Has indeed. All been locked in our houses. We have, yeah. 2020. Well, you're actually joining me on the final episode of Creative Cuppa for 2020. So basically rounding up season one of Creative Cuppa. Excellent. So this is why we're not having a cuppa. Ah, yes. Yeah. We're having a a celebration. I'll I'll have to, um, we can't physically clink, so I'll have to put the sound effect in. So you'll have to listen. Yes. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. There we go. What are you drinking there? Vodka, lime and soda. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've got a lemonade because I'm teetotal. <laughs> you gone teetotal on me, Gareth? No, it's red wine. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Don't scare me like that. <laughs> so, let's see. I'm not sure if listeners will remember this, but last year there was an advert for, I think it was Purple Bricks. Oh, um, yes. The estate yeah. agents. And there was a guy in the hairdresser getting his hair cut. And the woman cutting his hair was distracted and looking out the window. It's part of the advert. And shaved right through the middle of the guy's head. And he had quite long hair. And that yeah. guy was you. It was indeed, yeah. Now, yeah, reverse Mohican. <laughs> yeah. Now, that seemed to me to be a one-take shot. Because, I mean, you, you actually had long... It wasn't a wig or anything. You actually had long no, hair. No, it was my hair. It was my uh, on my head, and they, they shaved it. <laughs> I then had to shave my head entirely before I left so that I could go home. Oh, did they just leave it afterwards? Uh, well, yeah. Once the crew was packing down, they the makeup guy, um, he actually shaved the rest of my head. But, uh, of course, you saw in that that I had a beard as well. Yeah. So I went home with a shaven head and a big beard. So I, I looked... Quite threatening to people on the tube, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So, you, I mean, you've featured in many, many productions over the years feature films, short films, ads, theatre. Do you have a preference or do you like the variety? I like to have the mix and I, I do enjoy having variety just as a sort of uh, a, a basic so theatre's where I get the buzz because you've got a live audience, you get an instantaneous reaction, you can feel the tension in the room. Yeah. Uh, that the audience is feeling as well. Uh, and you don't get that with TV or film. I mean, you can create the tension in the scene with the other actors and perhaps the crew are feeling it and there's a bit of tension on set, but it's not the same. Yeah. Quite bluntly, uh, there's not a lot of money in theatre. Right. So to be financially stable as an actor, you need TV and film in the mix as well. And I do enjoy that medium. And it's, it's, a, it's less 
time consuming. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because uh, with a theatre show, you'll do a couple of weeks rehearsal and then you'll do a run. And with a day job, that's quite difficult. Whereas with TV and film, you go on a set, you might rehearse a couple of times. You could do a standard about three takes, but sometimes it'll be more than that. And then it's in the can mm-hmm. and it's done. Yeah. And it's cut, captured and, and that's it. You don't have to do that bit again. Uh, it's then down to the edit, the stitch, stitch together with the rest of it and create the whole piece. Yeah. So it's less time consuming and of course, more people get to see it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I suppose uh, now, I mean, you're saying there's not much money in theatre, certainly not at the moment. Without a shadow of a doubt, yeah. But it's been really interesting, the creative ways that organisations have been bouncing back in terms of live streaming from venues and things like that. It's the same with music yes. gigs. And that's really interesting. And I suppose it's a kind of a weird positive, if there can be one, from being forced into a situation like... 2020 yeah somehow more and more people are doing it now i mean the national theater was starting to record shows anyway Mm. and have a library of stuff that they could send out or send links to uh for schools for instance um and stuff like that so there was already that was already beginning but the the pandemic has meant that lots more people have uh, jumped on that as an idea because then they can still have a show going on yeah still try and generate some revenue because we need to keep the theatres going. We need to keep them open. Oh, for sure. From the audience's point of view, there's there's something about the uh, being in the same room and that human contact that we all need, really, don't we? We do, yes. Uh, you know, and being able to sit in, you know, going to the cinema, sitting in the theatre, yeah. being in with a, a whole group of people, experience the same thing at the same time, and that yeah. room full of emotion is uh, part of our human connectivity. Yeah. So I, I asked you about the um, if you have a preferred medium, but do you have a preferred genre? You've played some very serious characters over the years, but I think you've got great comedy timing, a little raised eyebrow or a look. Yeah, I've done some comedy stuff and it can be good fun. But uh, I, I think that my speciality, if you like, is, is horror thrillers, sci-fi thrillers, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, Is that what you really love to do? I I think that's how people see me more than anything else. And uh, it's where I get cast more than anything else. I'm capable of a much broader spectrum, but uh, I'll just take the work. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes. I mean, it's how it works as well, isn't it? Yeah. You get known because of something and then get cast in a a similar type thing. There's a a weird difference between us and the States where here we call it typecasting, which seems to be quite negative in its connotations. (laughs) Whereas in America, they call it your speciality. Ah, very good. Which is very much more positive and upbeat. Yeah, how it should be. I recently saw a short film of yours called Working Title. Ah, yeah. Uh, And it's really clever, and I I won't spoil it for people. There'll be a link in the show notes to go and watch it, uh, and I urge people to do that. Excellent. Uh, Came out earlier this year. Uh, Yeah, it was September. We we filmed it in September. God, was that recently? Wow. Yeah, it was. It seems like years ago, <laughs> doesn't it, September? I know. The, the time this year has been really weird, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, but we filmed it in September, and it was for a competition, My Roadie Reel. Sorry if that's advertising, but that was no, a competition. Okay. And so they had, I think it was two weeks to film, edit, colour, sound, everything, and enter. I'm not sure how they did. That'll be something that's uh, worth looking up, really. Yeah. 
but very professional young crew. Uh, the director was 23 and all of his crew, his DOP and, and the sound guys were all in their 20s. They were all very young. I mean, the producer, he was 22, 23 as well, but he looked 16. <laughs> <laughs> but they did an amazing job. Had such great fun doing it as well. It looks amazing. Yeah. The quality of the production. Yeah. It bounces along really well. The pacing's really good. Uh, the idea is fantastic. Yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, and the, what would you call it? The payoff, I suppose, at the end is, is yeah. brilliant. Is brilliant. Yeah, really enjoyed that, and I urge people to go and uh, watch that link in the show notes. So you, I mean, you don't just go out jobbing as an actor, do you? You've been busy on your own. What's coming up for you? Um, yes, in the modern day, you can't just be an actor anymore. You've got to start doing extra stuff as well, uh, like producing. And I've got two business partners, uh, Jake Francis and Ellie Torres. And we formed a company called Tripod Productions, which is here on <laughs> yes, the sweatshirt. Yeah, we've got the amazing Zoom <laughs> backdrop of the logo and the sweatshirt, yeah. And uh, we've started producing stuff. We produced one short film called Plenty of Dishes. That went out on the, on the festival circuit. That's a, a precursor to a TV series, which we're trying to get off the ground. We've got basic outline for 50 episodes. Wow. Uh, we've got some basic outlines uh, in various stages of development for another four feature films. And we're also hoping that in the new year, just coming up what we're working at the moment, because it's all COVID dependent, of course, is that uh, we'll be sh shooting a short film called Milo. Uh, that's its current title, which has been written by an actress called Jennifer Preston, who's a good friend of ours, and she will be playing the lead. And we're also bringing on board uh, a, another trio of actresses turned producers, the Creative Lions. Oh, fantastic. And then we're going to do, it's a joint venture. That short film working title that you saw, hmm. the DOP from that, I have actually approached to see if he's available to shoot this short film for us. That's how impressed I was. And that's how it works. That's how the industry isn't works, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Very much so. You meet someone and you you like their work. It's just like, I want to, I want to work with you again. Yeah. Uh, and it's not just about the work. It's about them as well, isn't it? Do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Being able on? to get on, on on the set and yeah. having a good atmosphere. So, yeah. That's all hopefully coming together. We kind of plan on shooting about the end of January, beginning of February. As I said, COVID dependent because Ellie now lives in the States. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She married an American, G.I. Joe. <laughs> no relation. She lives, no, no relation. <laughs> and she lives in Annapolis. But she's always back and forth. And it also gives us as a company an inn in the States. So she's hoping to be able to fly back uh, right. because she's going to direct it. I've got a small part in it. Jake's got a small part in it. But otherwise, we'll be then crewing uh, and helping out with. with that and then creative lines will come on board uh tolu is one she will hopefully she'll be taking a small role as well and then uh jess and kiriam will be doing uh, assistant director and producer and uh yeah, wow covering all the other bases amazing amazing so, yeah yeah one thing i completely forgot to ask at the start was what inspired you to become an actor well um when i was at primary school we had to do in my last year of primary school, I had to do this uh, school play 
and I hated it. <laughs> and then I went to uh, senior school and I didn't, I did drama in the first year there, but wasn't really inspired. And then I swapped drama teachers in the second year and suddenly everything changed. I started to feel inspired. My drama in classes went through the roof. I found out later that she, what clocked me and was inspired by me and what I was doing and made sure that she pushed me and uh, helped me develop. Then I started to get involved with school plays uh, until uh, my school only went up to fifth form. And so fifth form, I took the lead in the school production that year, the importance of being earnest. And I found that I loved it and I couldn't get enough of it. Then I was finding out through those sort of teenage years as well that uh, my mum had been on stage and my gran had been on stage. Uh, oh, so it seems to be in the blood. It seems to be in the blood. That's fantastic. Yeah. And uh, then I gave up for a while. So I saw, well, I went on to further education college that did A-level theatre arts. Yeah. And then I just started living real life. I, I didn't go on to drama school from there. But after a couple of years... I realized that there was something missing from my life and then I, it twigged what it was and I came back to it and I had to pursue it and go professional. And you haven't looked back. I haven't, no. It's been uh, a few years now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, where can people find you online and where can they find Tripod? And uh... Uh, Tripod, we've got a, a website, tripod-productions.com. There's uh, a new thing out called V-Show Cards. Oh, yes. V-Show Cards is uh, a profile thing. It's mostly used in the industry, but um, it has all my links on it. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I do have the, the social media presence because I have to these days. Yes, it's free marketing, isn't it? Free yeah. PR. Well, if I point people towards your V-Card, they can probably find you find yeah. links to most of those things oh yeah yeah, uh, yeah. so that is fantastic joe it's been so nice catching up uh i hope your yeah. vodka and tonic is going down nicely your vodka and lime yeah vodka, vodka lime lime is and totally wrong but for now thanks very much for joining me for a cuppa yeah it's been a pleasure gareth it's great to see you sorry thanks for very much for joining me for something stronger than a cuppa <laughs> yes and a christmas special exactly <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again to Joe for that, and do go and watch that working title short film. It's really good. All of Joe's links are in the show notes for your perusal. Also in the show notes are links to the Creative Cuppa Facebook group and all of the social media links. I held a mug raffle on Friday for a Creative Cuppa mug, which was won by one Lisa Faulkner, who I'm sure is still getting over the shock. Congratulations, Lisa. That's on its way. May it give you many happy Creative Cuppas. Please, please, please join me again in January for season two. I already have some chats lined up, so hit subscribe in your podcast app if you haven't already. And if you haven't got me a present yet, a five-star rating and review or a tweet or a like will do just fine. Thank you very much. Whatever you're doing over the next few weeks, do stay safe, do have fun and do switch off. I think we all need that. But for now, thanks for joining me for a cuppa. <laughs>